Hi, and welcome to episode 98 of the iPhone Life podcast. I'm Donna Cleveland, Editor-in-Chief at iPhone Life. I'm David Averbach, CEO and Publisher. And I'm Sarah Kingsbury, Senior Web Editor. Each episode, we bring to you the best apps, top tips, and great gear in the iOS world. To start off the episode, we have our sponsor, Xdoria. So Xdoria is a really great case manufacturer. If you just got the iPhone XR or if you want a new case, they provide a really great combination of kind of everything you want in a case, which is durable, protective of your phone, but lightweight, and also affordable. Uh, and so make sure you check them out. Uh, and my favorite case of theirs is their Defense Series, and it has it has machine metal around the edge, rubber, and it has polycarbonate. And so it has kind of all these protective pieces in it, but it's still very lightweight. And it's only $35, so super affordable. That's a really cool case. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of this company. Yeah, so make sure you check them out. Next up, we want to tell you about our most popular free content, and that's our Daily Tips newsletter. If you go to iphonelife.com slash daily tips, you'll get in your inbox every day a tip that teaches you something cool you can do with your iPhone or iPad in just one minute. So it's completely risk-free to sign up because it's free. And it's free amazing. forever. Yes. <laughs> uh, and it also, a lot of people don't want to spend a lot of time learning how to use their phones. It's, and this, you can learn a little something every day with really low commitment. So uh, next, I want to tell you about our favorite tip of the week. And that is how to pin a note to the top of your notes app. Ooh. Your favorite so. tip for this week. It's not your favorite of all time. Oh, it's not my favorite of all. Well, you it's know, pretty cool. it's close up It there, is a good yeah. one. <laughs> so this is a tip. I use the Notes app all the time. Um, I like that it's just so simple and doesn't have a lot of structure, so you can just use it however you want. Um, I use. I like to use the same note every day for my to-do lists. I have a to-do list for Monday through Friday, and I use the check boxes below each <clears throat> each name of the day. And I can like, you know, I like checking off things on my list and satisfying. So I like to pin this note to the top of my notes app so that it's always there and available every time I open up the app. So to do this, you open up your uh, notes app and then you swipe. I want to, oh, you go. So you swipe right on the note and it'll show you a little orange, uh, a little orange symbol with a pin on the top of it. And that allows you, when you tap it, to pin that note to the top of that folder. Yeah, I love this. I'm actually literally <laughs> doing this along <laughs> with you because I actually didn't know about this. But because I, I have, like, I use notes for several purposes. One is, like, if I'm in a meeting and I just want to randomly write stuff down or if I just have some random thought I'm trying to hash out. Another thing that I'll do, I think we've talked about this, but if I'm writing, like, a very sensitive text message to somebody I always go do it in notes yes first I do too so that I don't accidentally hit send before I'm ready and they don't see me typing it for like they don't an see the hour. text message yeah, indicator the like, those three dots I wish you could turn that off it's kind of like having like red receipts turned on but it's yes. you but it's like typing receipts I don't know it's mm -hmm. like you don't want people to know we should link by the way to we did an episode uh a couple months back where Sarah and I like thoroughly tested out messaging each other to see when those text message indicators are showing up and when they're not because uh, it wasn't always actually what you would think it would be. Mm -hmm. So, but you know, you can avoid even any of these risks by just typing up 
if you're writing a longer message, just do it in the notes app. So no one needs to know how long it took you, how much you agonized over what you were going (laughs) to say. Or just send it to someone who has an Android phone. Yeah, that too. So I have a lot of those type of notes, which are really kind of one-time use that I only, if if I refer back to them at all, it's once. But then I have other notes, like my girlfriend and I will plan out our meals for the week in a note. Oh, um, that's like a shared note. Yeah, cool. and or for for the podcast, I have just kind of an ongoing list of my questions and complaints, apps I'm trying so I can keep this up. And those are referred to on a regular basis. So pinning those to the top, because I know I'm going to refer to them, is really useful. And the other ones, having them kind of just get flush to the bottom is fine. So I'm excited about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like this note a lot. So iphonelife.com slash daily tips is where you can go to sign up to get tips like that each day in your inbox. Uh, Insider, I also want to tell you about, this is our premium educational service. It's called iPhone Life Insider. And you can uh, sign up to get a subscription that includes these daily tips, but you get a video version of them. You also get uh, in-depth guides. So if you get a new device and you don't really, you want to just be walked through how exactly to use it, how to get the most out of it. We have video lessons and downloadable PDFs that will teach you exactly how to do that. And it's also very easy to learn to follow along with these guides. Uh, That's the way we design them. We also have a digital subscription to iPhone Life Magazine. You get all the back issues because we've been around for nine, 10 years uh, since the iPhone came out basically. Um, and we also have a feature called ask an editor where you can ask any tech questions and our team of experts will help you find a solution. You also get workshops and workshops is our live events where you can ask questions while we're going through an in-depth topic. You can ask them live and we'll help you out. And we also now have this extended version of the iPhone life podcast that's ad free. So when you're an insider, you'll get this same podcast, but you get even more content and none of the promotions. So if you have been listening to the podcast for a while now, which we're trusting that you do, uh, this is a really great feature for you because you get to skip all the ads, you get extra content every time we release an episode. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> so you go to iphonelife.com insider to learn more and to sign up because we would love to have you as insiders. I. Uh, now we want to go over our top question from an insider this week and how Sarah helped them out. All right. So um, this insider wanted to know how to create a route, like a navigation route in Apple Maps or Google Maps, um, with the starting point and the destination, and then share it to someone and have them be able to you know, tap on it and have it load, and then they could just start following those directions. Hmm. Um, so I, you can do it in Apple Maps. Did they say why, by the way? No. Okay. <laughs> um, because, you know, assuming they have Google Maps, you could just tell them the destination and they could put it in. But, you know, like, what if you're trying to tell someone who's not that savvy with, how, you know, their phone how to get somewhere and you just want them to be able to tap on it and opens the app and they just press start. Well, and we also, we live in pretty rural Iowa and I find that Google doesn't always, or Apple, they don't always know the best routes. They'll give you like three routes and the one they think is the fastest. They don't know that yeah. you get stuck behind slow traffic every time. And so ha- being able to like pre-choose the route for somebody when you're sending them, I can see actually the Actually, that's of that. definitely, um, yeah, Google, Apple Maps actually is always trying to send me on this random two-lane, really windy 
sort of roller coastery highway mm -hmm. when I could just like do a straight like four lane yeah. the whole way. Yeah, they don't properly account for the difference in highway versus small road. Yeah, so um, I would say don't do this in Apple Maps because okay. the the sharing options kind of suck. When I tried it, I was only able to do it with AirDrop, hmm. which doesn't make sense. I and I couldn't figure out a way to change my sharing options. That might just be specific to me. But Google Maps was just so much easier. And you can do multiple stops on a route, which I'm actually not going to tell you how to do. So <laughs> but maybe I can link to an article that tells you how to but do it. But it is one of my favorite Google Maps features that Apple doesn't have. Because sometimes you have a complicated route that you need All right. Stops. I'll tell you how to add a stop. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> in Google Maps, um, you enter the location of the final destination and tap Get Directions. And then at the top of the screen where it says your location, tap there and enter the starting location, which is one of the things was he wanted it to be a starting location where he wasn't at. Mm -hmm. so, so you just enter the starting location um, and s to replace your location. And then if you accidentally get the order mixed up, which I don't know why, but I do all the time, there's mm -hmm. two up and down arrows next to it on the right, and you can tap that, and then we'll reverse the order of the starting location and the final destination. And then um, there is um, an ellipsis in the upper right corner. And if you tap there, you uh, this is where you would add a stop, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, so you can add a stop and, and then complete building your route. But when you're ready to share the route, you tap the ellipsis, and you'll be taken to a menu where you can tap Share Directions. And then you can choose a method for sending. And you can send it, you know, like in email, in messages, via Slack. Um, and then um, when the person opens it, as long as they have Google Maps, it will open the app. And, and then if they're at the starting location, they can press start, and it will just start navigating them. If they're not, it will just give them a preview of the turn-by-turn -turn directions. Um, and if they don't have the app, it should open it in a web browser. Um, I tried that by opening it on my computer, and it just opened up a web browser. It might tell you on your phone to go get the app. I'm not sure. Um, I didn't want to delete Google Maps and then reinstall it. So that's how that works in Google. Very so cool. it's pretty cool. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and this is a bonus complaint. Apple Maps, get on it with the multiple stops. It's important. Right. I know. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes it really affects your route. Like if you are driving somewhere and you're trying to stop by somewhere else, you – like, A, it affects the route, but B, when you're trying to figure out how to get somewhere, you kind of want to put all the stops in so you can figure out the right order. That's what I am always going through. I'm trying to figure out the order of my stops and, like, have a route that makes sense. And yeah. Apple Maps is terrible at that. It really is. Apple Maps always letting us down and mm -hmm. trying to send yeah. me on weird routes. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, Apple Maps, like, they keep on adding new features, but, you know, they're always after Google Maps. So they've gotten a lot better. Like, you can stop along your route at least mm -hmm. some, like at a gas station or something but it, it's they need but to do multiple stops but I don't want to choose a, like a stop while I'm driving no I know yeah it's definitely it's not solving this problem but they need it's to like, like make the features they already have better yeah <laughs> I agree <laughs> okay so moving on from uh, our insider question we have a second sponsor for this episode Matthias that David's going to tell us about so I'm really excited to tell you guys about Matthias and their wireless Bluetooth keyboard because it's the perfect time to buy it if you just got a new iPad. So we, what they have is they have a Bluetooth keyboard, and what makes it unique is, first of all, it's really 
well manufactured. It's really beautiful. It's it's made of metal. It looks a lot like Apple's products. It looks a lot like Apple's keyboards, but it's better. And I'll tell you why. First of all, it has a longer battery life than Apple's keyboards by a lot. Apple's keyboards are about three months and this lasts for over a year on one charge. They also have a backlit version and what they've done is they have a separate battery for the backlighting. So because backlighting tends to use a lot of extra battery so that if you use all your battery for the backlighting, you can still use your keyboard. It's also cheaper than Apple's Bluetooth keyboards. And finally, and this is why it's particularly exciting this time of year, it syncs with up to four devices. Nice. And you can switch back and forth between them. So if you just got yeah, an so iPad awesome. or if you're getting an iPad, you can have it set up. And basically you have on the keyboard that has four little buttons labeled one, two, three, four. And you can sit there on your computer and type on your keyboard and then switch to your iPad and just hit two. You can switch to your phone and hit three. And so it's really really seamless. Yeah, it's one of those things where if you are in the market for a keyboard, Matthias is really by far your best option. So make sure you check them out. Yeah, they're great. Sweet. And we'll post a link at iphonelife.com slash podcast. We'll have a link to Matthias so you can go check out their uh, products there. So now we want to tell you about our complaints and learning of the episode. Uh, I learned how a good use case for using the Measure app if you're not aware, um, with iOS 12, Apple created a new augmented reality app that has a really practical use. It's called Measure. And when you open it up, you can measure. Th- you, it, you have a viewfinder. Your camera viewfinder pops up. And you can measure things in the real world using your camera. Um, so I figured that there were good uses for this, like if you're hanging pictures on the wall or something. But I discovered while making Spanakopita for my dad's birthday Ooh, how was it? last weekend. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. Um, I was trying to figure out if, if I should double the recipe or not because I had this big pan and I wasn't sure. It wasn't the same size as what the recipe said. And so I just took my measure app out, held it over the pan that I had, and could just quickly measure it. Also... Um, you know, the way that I originally was using it when testing out the app, like you had to go point to point on your object. But if you have something rectangular or square and you hold it above it, it'll oh. just like lock on to the whole shape really? and then nice. it can just tell you automatically. So it's like really easy. You That's don't even cool. have to take those extra steps. Um, I'm not, I wasn't sure if it was like down to the quarter inch accurate, but in terms of just getting a like pretty close idea of how big my pan was. It totally worked. That's great. Um, so I should. I think you should check it out. One thing to know with the Measure app too is that Apple moved your um, level to the Measure app. That used to be in the Compass app. Oh, I um, lost it. I and, couldn't find yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say people have been asking about that. So now you'll have at the bottom the measure side of it, and then you can tap for comp- uh, for level. And that makes a lot of sense when you That's think like about it. much more mm-hmm. logical than having it with the compass. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're – especially if you're hanging pictures and you're yeah. using it for that purpose. I think it's nice to have those things tied together, but it threw people for a loop because yeah. it's been with the compass for years. So that's my complaints and learning for the week. Okay. All right. So um, – Learning for the week. I've been playing around a lot with the Shortcuts app, and I learned... Tell us about it. So I learned something important, and I also have a complaint. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the thing I learned is if you want to create a Siri phrase that activates the shortcut, you have to... It's kind of counterintuitive, but you have to... I'm going to say the phrase. You have to not say, hey, Siri, as part of the phrase. Oh, it worked. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) Because... um, 
because the phrase is set to start, like Siri set to start listening to the phrase after you've activated it. So if you include those words as part of the phrase, then you'll have to say it twice. And mm -hmm. so a lot of people are creating their phrases, not even thinking about it and including the Siri activation phrase. And and then their, their, their phrases don't work and they don't understand why. And that's why. So that's what I learned. And my complaint is I've been playing around a lot and I've been trying to get um, to build different shortcuts that play podcasts for me. And it's really hard. And at one point I succeeded in setting up a podcast-related um, shortcut and then they updated the app and now I can't replicate it on any of my other shortcuts and I'm really annoyed and Apple needs to get it together. <laughs> so that was my complaint and learning. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, one of our writers, Tamlin, has been working on a shortcuts article and it's been driving him crazy. Mm -hmm. Yes. It Poor seems Tamlin. seems to be really difficult to use. I just spent a few minutes with it and kind of gave up. So Apple, get it together with It's shortcuts. a great article, and I'm going to link to it in the show notes for this because yeah, it's he really, really step by step hard. How to he really it. just goes into the basics of how to do it, and then we're planning a few articles like that sort of take you to more complicated uh, shortcuts because it's not easy. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we hope this article helps you set up your shortcuts, but we also want to hear from you if, if there are ways you're using the shortcuts app that maybe we should try. So yeah. that's our question of the week. Are you using the Shortcuts app? And if so, how are you? what are you using it for? So email us at podcast at iphonelife.com. And really, if you have any tips and tricks about the Shortcuts app, especially podcasts, <laughs> you can share those too. Yeah. <laughs> Help us. <laughs> um, no, that's the most amazing thing, though, is we did so much research. We watched so many videos online, and we read articles. Nobody knows how to use it. And yeah. so they're writing these articles that are really unhelpful because they don't actually understand <laughs> how it works. And you guys are saying not just unhelpful, but just straight up wrong. It's straight that up wrong. Like yeah. they're like, and then skip these five steps and it works because they don't know. And so this one works. Mm -hmm. So my complaint in learning is very topical because on Apple Maps, which we were just talking about, I've got a complaint and a learning. Uh, so my learning was we, I did a road trip over the weekend and we had two cars and we were going to a restaurant and as we were walking out, I was like, what's the name of the restaurant? They told me the name of the restaurant and I thought in my head, wow, what a magical time to be alive. You can just say the name of the restaurant and everybody just goes to it. Turns out <laughs> there's two restaurants, oh. the, the, it's a chain, there's like three of them and two of them are equidistant from where we were, and we went to different <laughs> restaurants. Oh, no. <laughs> and then they had to drive to us. So the learning is make sure that if you are sharing directions with somebody, you're not just telling them the name of where they're going, but either you're using Sarah's tip in Google Maps to actually direct them there, or you're giving them a little bit more information, like what road it's on, or like what city it's in. <laughs> yeah, that, that's we were in different cities. Me. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. I was gonna say that has happened to me before with chains, where like, you know, a half hour went by, and we're like, where are the people we're supposed to be meeting? Yeah. Oh, they're at the one that's like ten miles, or not even. It's usually like a few miles away. This was in Vegas, and so be very annoying and my yeah. complaint around or Apple drop Maps, a pin and share it yeah That's a good way to do yeah it. there's there's so many ways to do this yeah. it's just like d don't be lazy with it was my learning because yeah. <laughs> we got lazy uh my complaint with apple maps is 
I, and I've complained about similar things in the past, but I just have such a hard time with both Apple Maps and Google Maps starting a route. So many times, there's so many different problems I'll have with it. One of them will be, it'll go, navigate to the route. And the route that it's telling me to navigate to is really unintuitive how to get to it. It's like you have to take like three turns on a back road to get to where it wants you to go. Or if you're in a like, giant like mall parking lot mm -hmm. and yeah. there's so many outlets. Yeah, and it's like hard to figure out exactly which outlet is the one it's trying to tell you to. And the other one I, I struggle with when I'm walking is it can be really hard to figure out what direction to start walking. And I find, do you guys have this where I'll sometimes just start walking the wrong way for it to be like, oh, wait, no, I need to go that way. There's something that's unintuitive about starting routes in Apple Maps, and they need to get better I mean, at that little just, part. like, maybe check what direction north is? There's usually a little arrow. Yeah, but I the find... The walking directions, I thought, have gotten better because they usually have, like, where it's showing you your, lo like your location beacon. It will have a little arrow um, at where like your phone is pointed so you can like line it up with the route it's telling you to go to and it'll make it easier. You know what? I'm, I'm on your side, David. Um, I don't know if there was a side that wasn't on your side, but I'm on your <laughs> side because I recently um, was running late to a show that I went to and someone was holding my seat, but they were going to give away my tickets. Oh my God. Because I like my, my neighbor's house caught fire, so I was running a little late. Oh my um, God. We are really. <laughs> So, you know, I parked and then I'm like, I need to, it was on a college campus and mm -hmm. I'm like, I need to get to this particular building, which I don't <laughs> know where it is stressful. and it's yeah. dark and they're giving away my ticket in like two minutes. And so I, you know, it was like, give me walking directions to this building. And I was like, I'm just going to run in the direction of campus and hopefully like it will figure it out and give me more precise directions. But if I hadn't known what direction to start going in, I would have had no idea. Yeah. Well, and what I, what I'll say is, cause I, I I'm familiar with Apple Maps. I understand that, like, check where north is, check where you're pointing. But, like, a lot of times when I'm using my phone, I'm not, like, perfectly orienting it exactly. If you're watching it, I'm pointing. But, like, exactly right. Like, I'll kind of be holding it at a random angle or something, mm -hmm. and it'll just start spinning. Like, oh, I've yeah, complained about this in the too. past. That's but it'll never just happened start, to like, me. Really? Because it happens to me it's very me. regularly, both driving and walking, where it will take a while to figure out what direction I'm pointing or walking. And that's part of the problem is it'll be like, it'll literally tell me to walk the exact opposite direction at first. And for walking, that's not usually that bad. But for driving, I've gone on the highway going the wrong way because it's told me this. Like, it's really rough. Mm. So, Apple, get it together. <laughs> All right. So that wraps up our Apple complaints and learning section. Now we're going to be closing the podcast, but uh, for those of you who are insiders, stick around because we have our special extended version. If you're not an insider, go to iphonelife.com insider and sign up so that you can get all of our extra amazing content and none of the promotions. Uh, and also email us at podcast at iphonelife.com if you have ways that you're using the shortcuts app and how are you using it and is it useful, all of that podcast at iphonelife.com. Thanks, everyone. See you guys Thanks, next everyone. time.